Hey guys, got two bestie homeschooling mamas coming at you. This is Gail. And I'm Christina. We have a fun episode for you tonight. This is the episode that we love so, 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 so much because Christina and I are entrepreneurs ourselves, Mm -hmm. right? Okay, let's just be real, y'all. Small businesses are the backbone of the American economy. Am I wrong? Am I wrong? Not no. wrong. <laughs> so fostering the entrepreneurial spirit in your homeschool age kid is such a valuable way to encourage creativity, independence, and problem-solving skills. It really is. Mm-hmm. It really is. And as Gail mentioned, we are both entrepreneurs ourselves. Mm-hmm. My husband is also one. So for some of us, it comes naturally. And so having these conversations throughout our day with our kids is easy. My husband is not. And so for some other people, Mm -hmm. it doesn't come naturally. And so we have to be a little bit more intentional about making these things happen for our kids so that they can experience it and why it's so important that they experience it. I agree. So Mm -hmm. important. We're actually going to talk about three specific reasons that I think having this spirit in your kids is so important. We're going to talk about encouraging creativity, independence, problem-solving skills, which Gail already mentioned. Yeah. Okay. Let's do it. The first thing is encouraging creativity. Our kids use their imagination when they play from an early, early age, right? So they pretend they're in the kitchen and they're a restaurant and they're making you all kinds of foods and they're bringing it to you, right? That's something... I think every kid does at some point. That in itself is is the start of that entrepreneur spirit. So I have a fun example. My oldest was, oh gosh, I don't know, kindergarten, mm-hmm. maybe first yeah, grade, so. kindergarten, I think kindergarten. And she came to me one day and she wanted to have a restaurant. And I, not really thinking about it, went, okay, she's doing this pretend play. She's going to bring me a play, a a plate full of play food. But she was processing through having a real restaurant. She wanted to have a restaurant one day. Now she doesn't want to do that necessarily anymore. But then in that moment, it was real and it was fun and it was exciting. And so she processed through the whole thing. She decided what we were going to have after she searched through the pantry. She created menus that she made by hand herself and she made multiple copies. She decided who was coming to her restaurant and she picked a day on the calendar of when this restaurant was going to open. I remember. It, it was amazing. I remember coming to the Italian restaurant. I wish we had a copy of the menu. I am sure that I do. <laughs> I just have to dig through to find it. If I don't have a copy of it, I at least have a picture of it. That's um, impressive. But I mean, she had she thought of everything. She had appetizers. She had salads. She had different mm-hmm. types of pasta. She had dessert and drinks. It was amazing. Mm-hmm. But I really had to, even though I, I, we are entrepreneurs, Mm -hmm. but I had to process through, okay, is this something that I can really let her do? Because, okay, let's face it, we're all busy. Mm -hmm. And, you know, when they're little. She wanted to invite all the people. She wanted to invite the whole, like everyone we knew. I remember it being in the living room. It was in the living Mm -hmm. room. The grandparents came, a few friends came. Mm -hmm. Um, I did tell her at the time that she wasn't allowed to charge people because (laughs) 
you know, let's face it, it was my five-year-old. Now they all loved it and they all tipped her and I think she made more money than she would have if she had actually charged them. (laughs) But I really had to be okay with her doing this despite my, oh, it's going to be busy. It's going to be chaotic. It's going to make a mess. Mm -hmm. But she really thought through all the different pieces. She even had her younger brother help serve the, the food, winter. yes. Mm-hmm. And they wore a bow tie, I think. She made him dress up. She picked out his clothes. <laughs> uh, and then she gave him some of the, you know, I'm like, well, you have to, you have mm-hmm. to pay your employees. You share the tips. Yeah. And so we, you know, we were able to kind of talk through, okay, if this was really a restaurant, mm-hmm. you know, yes, this was fun and exciting. But if, if this was really a, a restaurant, then, you know, the other things that you would have to do as well. But man, that's a memory that we're not going to ever forget. Mm-hmm. So it was, it was a really fun time. I love it. And it just shows that creativity. Yes. That they have and how every entrepreneur has to have creativity. You have. I mean, it's kind of like Mackenzie. When she was younger, she wanted to have Kenzie cakes. Yes. Kenzie starts with a K and her cakes was going to start with a K. So it's going to be Kenzie cakes. And she loves to bake. She still loves to bake, but she does not want to own a bakery anymore. Mm -hmm. But like she has wanted to bake. She had wanted to bake since she was like five or six. Mm -hmm. And she would make cakes for people on whatever occasion she could. She'd make cupcakes, all the same things, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. As, as your oldest. And then when she got into high school, she had her own like little jewelry business on Instagram. Yeah. You know, that's right. So, you know, she's very, and then now she's going to be a cosmetologist, which technically is entrepreneurial because most of the time they're independent Mm -hmm. contractors to whatever salon they're at. Absolutely. Or they own their own suite. So she's going to have to do. Get her own clients. All the things. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So yes, they really start using this creativity early on Mm -hmm. and encouraging it as often as possible is really a benefit to them. I think that was the thing. Like we never squashed it. Right. Like we never squashed. We were like, okay, you want to own a, you want a cake shop? Here's, here's what you got to do. Yeah. And that's the thing, right? You, you point out. There's the steps. We don't just make it easy for them. We don't Mm -hmm. do it all for them. We don't, you know, they have to be able to see, okay, this is how it, it actually works out and this is how hard it can be. Mm-hmm. You know, with my husband owning his own business, that's a part of our conversations all the time is, mm-hmm. okay, well, it's not always easy. Right. So they have to to see and understand those struggles at the same time. Right. Let's talk a little bit about independence because it definitely teaches independence. For sure. As you are processing through what it takes to do a business, to have a business. I can't do it all for them. No. Absolutely not. So even though we have to do it all for ourselves and them. Well, this is true. This is true. <laughs> yes. Sorry, I'm all in my feels today. <laughs> That's allowed. That's allowed. Um, okay. So for this example, our homeschool group puts on every year an entrepreneur fair. Yeah, we do. Which we love. Super fun. We have been doing it the whole time that I've been a part of the group. Yeah. I was a judge. She was a judge. Uh, entrepreneur yes. fair for years before, before I was actually a part of the group. Yes. 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 I mean it's a, it's a it's a big thing. It's mm-hmm. not just a little a little mm-hmm. thing. It's actually quite big. We have uh, I think it's gotten bigger. Like oh, now that yeah. it's at over the years the house instead mm-hmm. of at the church. I like, yeah. I think it's bigger now this this way. Yeah. yeah. I'm trying to remember how many 
businesses we had last year, I think somewhere around 20, 18, 20. Oh, I think it was maybe like more. I don't know. Yeah. I've lost count over the years. Yeah. But each of the kids, they have to, you know, they come up with their business. Mm-hmm. They have to apply depending on their ages. They fill out the paperwork themselves or they have their parent help, but they, they have to say what their business is mm-hmm. and kind of give a little description of that business. Mm-hmm. And then they have to create the product. They have to design a display to -hmm. sell their product. They have to come up with a little 30-second elevator speech describing their their product. And then, of course, the day of, they have to sell their product. Mm -hmm. And so they really go through all of the steps of starting and owning and and having a successful business. And then they get some prizes. We have some judges that come around, and they get judged on their display and on their little elevator speech. Mm-hmm. So It was so fun this year when Corey did it for the first time. But he was so cute. He was, he was so cute. And he did better than I thought he would. I did not think that he was going to be quite as involved at the table as he was. Because, you know, hashtag autism. But he stayed way more involved for a lot longer than I thought he, he would. Did great. It was hilarious though when I think it was Rob came over to do the judging for the elevator speech and he tried so hard. He even brought over um your littlest to see if like he would talk to a smaller kid, which I thought that was the cutest thing ever. I was like, you are so uh, so smart to try and like get him to communicate with a small person instead of a grown up. He wouldn't, but it was fine. But he did, you know, take cash from people and he did tell them what the colors were, but he was like, I don't remember the flavors, mom. And I call them flavors, <laughs> but they're really scents. Like you don't eat the soap, guys. Don't eat the soap. But I mean, unless you're trying to rinse your, wash your mouth out for having a bad word, which my mom did when I was a kid. But he did a really he did way better than I thought he was gonna do for his first year. And he had a lot of fun. We had all matching shirts, which were my idea, which I put together the night before. But it was fine. They were so cute. It's fine. I'm I'm so extra. I'm just extra in general. I don't know. You had a um, an entrepreneur that came to you asking for shirts for their business after that. I did. So I did. You know, that's a good idea. It is a good idea. Yeah. But I yes, I'm so extra in all the things. But it was, a, I love the fair and I've loved it since I was a judge and I've come and bought the things and yeah, yeah, we bought, we've bought stuff from. So talk to me about, there was one of your kiddos that had something that wasn't consumable. Yes. That's a really, was such a great lesson. And I know he was disappointed in the moment, but it it really taught him a lot. So one of my kids had... I guess this is really our next t- point, but sorry. Oh, no, no. I'm it is, it is problem quickly. solving skills, but that's okay because it's, you know... All involved. It, it's all, it's all, it's all good. Um, okay, so all of my kids have done it since they were old enough to mm. do it. And one of my kids, he had a great plan for the first year mm-hmm. and he produced a great business and was successful and lots of people bought. They were mason jar piggy banks mm-hmm. and he did all different colors and designs mm-hmm. and they were so cute. They were so cute. So cute. We bought one for our son and he had it until just like a few months ago and it, he ended up breaking it by dropping it off of his dresser but i was like oh he was like my piggy bank well maybe he could convince somebody to make him a new one (laughs) Uh, but 
Then we move forward to the next year. Mm -hmm. And my oldest, she has only had the one that Mm -hmm. she's done. She started it in kindergarten. She's a freshman this year and she's done it every year and Mm -hmm. has grown and expanded and has participated in other entrepreneur affairs. Mm -hmm. And so I think the younger boys just thought, oh, well, that's what we do. We pick something and we stick with it. So the second year, our um, little guy was not successful like he was the previous year. And he had to process through why mm-hmm. he wasn't successful. And it hit him halfway through the the event that all of the people that I know that are here bought this from me last year. Right. And it's still sitting on their shelf at home. Right. They don't need another one. Right. So his only customers were new people who hadn't purchased from him last year. And so he was pretty disappointed in the moment, but then that opened kind of his thought process. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Of, of what to do in the future. So he actually went the next year and started doing something that is consumable Mm -hmm. because that was his solution. Okay. I need to have something that they're going to consume and not still have the the next next time. time. Right. Yeah. And he's done that now for several Several years in a row and has done great I love with the it. Chocolate stash. Chocolate mustaches. Yes. Sweet treats. So yums. <laughs> so yeah. and he's so smart. He puts them in a um chest because you know, we a do it in chest. like March. we live in Arizona. It gets warm. Yes. Is it March we do it? February? Uh, February or March. It dep- well, depending on the depending on the year. It could be warm in February. This is true. This <laughs> it is Arizona. Especially if the sun is hitting directly on your table. Mm-hmm. Like for yep. He has struggled with the table display because of that, though. Yeah. You yeah. know, because if you put all your product out there and it melts. Right. He should do paper ones to put on the table. Yeah, see, that's a good idea. Yeah. Or felt ones. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. That people could take pictures with. He did that one year. <laughs> he did do that one year. Like photo yep. bombs. Yeah. <laughs> that's hilarious. So another example I have for problem solving is kind of a fun story that my husband thought of. Many years ago, and this is something that anybody can do, especially those of you who maybe this doesn't come naturally. Mm-hmm. This is a, you, you have to plan ahead, but mm-hmm. it's an easy thing to do that really kind of puts things into perspective for your kids. And that is my husband wasn't working for himself at the time. And he took his paycheck and he took it to the bank and he asked them to cash it all in $1 bills. Now, We don't make a lot of money, (laughs) but that's a lot of $1 bills. Mm -hmm. So he comes home with this stack of cash and he puts it on the kitchen table and calls the kids over and their eyes are just like huge. Like we just won the lotto, right? (laughs) And so then we just had- If only they knew. If only they knew, right? They know now, but- So we just kind of went through this lesson of, this is a lot of money. This is how much money daddy makes. And then, okay, now let's talk about all the things that we have to use this money to pay for and started doing a little bit of math. Okay, this is how much we have to pay for our mortgage. And we pulled that money and set it aside. And then this is how much we have to use for electricity and solar and gas and food and every bill. We just went down the list, every bill pulling the stack. And as the the pile of ones gets smaller and smaller and smaller, then we end up with this, this stack that's left over. Okay, now this is what we have left to anything else that we need before we get paid again for anything fun that we want. And so that they just really had more of a an understanding of 
how money works mm-hmm. and, and working for your money. Mm-hmm. And so they started thinking, okay, well, if we really want to get this, that stack of money is not enough to pay right. for that. So now how can we earn extra money? How can, what things can we do to be able to pay for the things that they wanted versus, oh, mom, dad, mm-hmm. this is what I want. Get it for mm-hmm. me. So that was a really fun thing. Budgeting tool. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's something we should probably do again with the youngers Mm -hmm. that we haven't thought to do. But, um, you know, that's something that anybody can do. And it really just, just kind of that visual. I watch it happen in my Excel spreadsheet every two weeks. Uh, Well, yes. (laughs) It's still effective. it, for you, but for the younger ones that, you know, yeah, for me it is, but maybe not for, not for the core core. <laughs> right. <laughs> but I mean, that's, that's something that, that he would be able to process well, through too. Okay. So tonight I think he might have broken his sister's earphones uh, for the PlayStation. Mm-hmm. And I told him, I was like, well, if you broke them, you're going to have to buy her new ones. We went to her and she goes, I asked her how much they were. And she's like, $150. Oh. And I'm like, are you kidding me? Why would you have $150 earphones in the living room where your brother's at? Like, what is wrong uh-huh. with you? But just the same. Not really her fault. It was my fault because I let her put them on his head and they were staticky. And so because it was super loud, he oh. shoved them off his head and it fell on the floor. Right. But I don't know if they're actually broken or if it just needs to be reconnected. Mm-hmm. That's what he thinks is broken is the static. So maybe they're not. But that was kind of a... Fingers crossed. Right? But that was kind of the moment where I was like, oh my God, how is he going to understand that he has to pay $150? I'm not buying her new earphones. Mm -hmm. Like maybe him and I all split it because it was my fault. I told him he could put them on his head while he played his football game or whatever. But still, $75, you know, I mean, he has some money from his rubber ducky soap co. (laughs) And he's going to have a vendor event in a couple of weeks. So, I mean, good for that. But, I mean, that's not, I'm sure that's not what he wanted to spend his money on. Right. So, but, but I mean, that's that would a good be, lesson too. Yeah, in like itself. when you break something, mm-hmm. you have to replace it. Right. You know, like you can't just break something and expect right. for, you know, maybe the fairies you can, to fix it. Maybe you can find it on a Black Friday sale. That's cheaper. what I asked her. So I told her, I was like, hey, did you, like, she goes, well, I got it last year like right around Christmas. So it wasn't quite $150. And I was like, well, Black Friday is like, you know, in a week Ch- since right? they start two weeks before Christmas or uh-huh. before Thanksgiving. Uh-huh. <laughs> so we'll yeah. see. We'll see. Yeah. I don't know. But that would be a really good lesson for Absolutely. him. And maybe we could do that in ones for him. Be like, this is uh-huh. how much $150. Yes. That would have a, a, you know, Much bigger impact, a yeah. Big impact for him. Be like, well, you broke them, so you have to buy them. Mm-hmm. You know, and we did the same thing for Mackenzie when she. <laughs> oh, I know what story you're going to tell, yes. don't I? <laughs> I love this story. <laughs> These are problem solving skills, still uh-huh. too. So Mackenzie was standing on the side of the bathtub. <laughs> you remember this? I remember <laughs> you telling me. I remember you telling me. <laughs> she was goofing around in the bathroom and she had to have been seven or eight maybe she was walking along the side of the bathtub like a tightrope or something and she fell into the bathtub and when she fell into the bathtub she pulled down the shower rod 
And the shower rod was one of those ones that tightened. It wasn't like it was screwed into the wall or anything. But when it came down, when she tore the shower curtain, the plastic one, like the inside one, and then she scratched the paint on the side of the wall. And so we made her take what was in her allowance and go buy a new shower rod and a new shower curtain and paint the wall before we put up the new shower curtain. This is not the story I thought you were going to tell. Oh, no? Which one? <laughs> I was thinking of the time she dumped all this, that she squeezed out all the, the shampoo and the, I don't know, shampoo or body wash or like she took a whole brand new bottle and squeezed it all out. Oh, I don't remember that. Oh, that's funny. I'm glad you have that memory, but I don't have that yeah, memory. Yeah, you made her rebuy this, whatever the soap was. I think it was shampoo, but... It's very possible. Yeah, you, you made her I'm rebuy very, it. I was very good at that with her because she was like... When she was six, seven, eight, we had this weird lying issue with her for some reason. And I mean, I'm sure all kids go through it, but we had never had a kid before. So this was new to us. And so anytime she was caught in a, you know, just an issue, we would say, hey, well, you know, here's your consequence, one for lying and two for doing what you did. And so she always have to buy or replace whatever she broke or whatever. And so we do, we'll do the same thing for Corey. Yeah. yeah. You know, I'm just like, I cannot with you kids. <laughs> I mean, let's be, I'm, let me just be frank. I, I'm very grateful that it is not as bad as it could be oh, absolutely. in any way, shape, or form. Mm -hmm. But I'm just like, $150 for a pair of PlayStation earphones? <laughs> That's like almost half of what I paid for the PlayStation. <laughs> right. Oh, like, oh my. Yeah. I mean, I got the PlayStation used from a friend. So, I mean, it is what it is. But, and it's like, I don't even know. It's not a, it's not a five. <laughs> But it plays the games and that's all that matters. Problem solving skills. I mean, if they if they do the error, they have to figure out how to fix it. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Absolutely. Oh, kids. Hell yeah. Yeah. All right. So I do have one piece of advice. That is to leverage the support of your homeschool community mm -hmm. to put these skills into place. A lot of groups out there do things like an entrepreneur fair or other things that promote these, these skills. So there's a group that's not even homeschool, but they, it's just a like traveling vendor mm -hmm. event that's just for kids. Yeah. Yeah. Because they're seeing the value in these kids coming up with these amazing programs Absolutely. or these amazing businesses, really inspiring the children to continue on with these businesses and fostering. Yeah. Yeah. In Absolutely. Them. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. So make it a priority. Mm-hmm. Find these these events. Just give them a chance. See how yeah. they do. Yeah. And whether they become entrepreneurs when they are adults or not, who knows? But right. just giving them the experience to do it now yeah. is huge. Because yeah. they need these skills whether they're an entrepreneur or not. Absolutely. I mean, creativity you could use with any job, mm -hmm. whether you're doing it yourself or not. Independence. I mean, mm -hmm. I don't care who you are, but you need to be independent. You need to be able to stand up for yourself in a job or in or running your own business. And I mean, independence isn't just freedom of you getting to do your own thing. It's freedom of time, freedom of Absolutely. money, freedom from, you know, the nine to five check-in, freedom from a boss that has values and stuff that you don't agree with. Absolutely. Freedom from corporate who mm -hmm. wants you to 
do Mm -hmm. and say things that you shouldn't or don't want to Mm -hmm. or don't agree with, you know, those kinds of things. So it's a lot of, a lot of independence as a whole that this will teach your kids, Mm -hmm. you know, and then problem solving skills will be not only just for how to run a business, but how to solve problems all over the board. Yeah. It shows them also the importance of having multiple streams of income. Oh, yes. And how helpful that can be when, you know, life happens and something crazy happens and, you know. They say that, you know, millionaires typically have seven streams of income. They do. So, you know, nowhere near that. Uh, We are not (laughs) seven streams of income or the millionaire. (laughs) But but it it definitely shows them that. You know, it's a possibility absolutely. for anybody. Absolutely. And you get to be a little bit more in control of your income, what you can or or don't produce as an entrepreneur. And I mean, and sometimes too, as entrepreneurs, you have to be able to problem solve and saying, you know, this isn't working. And so we have to pivot. Well, that was a fun episode. It was a fun episode. I love encouraging the kids to be entrepreneurs. Yes. I think absolutely. that they will be our next generation of amazingness in America. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. All right. right. Well, are you going to pray us out, my friend, today? I will pray us out. All right. Well, before she does that, guys, if you found value in today's episode, please make sure to like, subscribe, and share this episode with somebody that you think will love it. And make sure to join our community on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok. We are just loving getting to know you guys there and so excited to share all of this info with you. So we will see you guys um, next week. Miss Christina. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you so much for these amazing children that you have blessed us with. Thank you for their creative spirits. Thank you for their amazing minds and all the things that they want to learn and experience and do. I just pray that you would help us encourage that and give them the skills that they need to try new things and to pivot when necessary and to above all else to seek you and the things that they do. Thank you so much for loving us, even when we are not worthy. Pray this in your holy name. Amen. Amen. All right. See y'all next week. Bye. Bye. Hey, Bestie. Bestie.